you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Second down and seven. Pass is high in the air and picked. Simon is back there to grab it out of the air and an early takeaway for this Patriots defense. This one's blocked. Out of the air, into the end zone for the touchdown. It's the rookie, Winovich. Now Eli Penny in. They fake it to him. Good protection, and this one is hit in the air and picked off. Intercepted by Deron Harmon. Looked like that ball was tipped, and Harmon out of bounds near the 20. That's Lacoste back in there for New England. Handoff to Bolden for the touchdown. Sony Michelle checks in. Brady takes, plows ahead. He's got it for the touchdown. Passes picked by Gilmore. And that is number three for Daniel Jones. Jones for Hilleman. On third down, ball comes out. Picked up by the Patriots and Van Noy dives. Kyle Van Noy scoring the Patriots' second touchdown from defense and special teams on the night, salting away a 35-14 win over the Giants, a score that uh, is kind of misleading. It was closer and also a bigger blowout than we expected, and it was a weird game in many ways. Uh, The Patriots' defense committing uh, or uh, getting four takeaways off of the Giants' Uh, scoring 14 points, and really, you know, this game went into halftime pretty close. It was a one-score game going into the fourth quarter, and yet the Patriots, who remain undefeated, still look like the cream of the AFC. The Giants, uh, they are who we thought they were. Daniel Jones, a rookie quarterback, making uh, his first start in primetime against Bill Belichick, played how we expected. Uh, You know, it it started out odd, but I, I think the result is what we expected. 
Yeah, it was uh, exactly what I expected. I tweeted this out. By the way, uh, Jeremy, doing the ATN Thursday night recap. Oh, that's right. We have to introduce ourselves. We should introduce ourselves. These are voices you are not used to hearing. Yeah. Um, Eddie Spaghetti here, crossing over from DDFP and Fantasy now doing the ATN recap because uh, the heroes are over in London having a great time. And I believe today also is uh, Mark Cecil's birthday. So happy birthday, Mark. Happy birthday, Mark. You are. They're probably sleeping right now. They're not out and about. Uh, probably not. What time would it be there? If we're doing this around like I what, think this 15? is an, an eight-hour time difference. I, yeah. can't, I don't really know. They've been busy with doing shoots. I've been seeing all their stuff on social media. They put out a pod today. Um, Working I hope, hard. I know they are, and I hope they're having fun. Crisscrossing the city. But, uh, yeah, 30, uh, 35 14. My pregame tweet, I said 34 13. I said that Darius Slayton would have a big game. It was Golden Tate with the biggest game, although Slayton uh, did have targets, as we're talking about off air before we started. Uh, defense, I said Golden have a good game. He did. Um, you know, Lonzo Carter looked good. Jackrabbit made a couple good plays, a couple of boneheaded plays, uh, just sloppy penalties again, which is carrying over from last week from the Vikings game. And uh, and then, yeah, you have a rookie quarterback going into Foxborough uh, where Belichick has never lost at home with uh, facing a rookie quarterback. So I kind of knew what this game was getting into. But from the start, it didn't. It didn't feel like, oh, no, this game is not going to be the Patriots going down the field and the Giants looking inept and they're going to score and it'll be over by the end of the first quarter. It was like a really wonky star, the wind, and like a couple guys are hurt in the Patriots squad. Obviously, Giants have a lot of injuries themselves. And it's like, okay, this may be a sloppy game that weird stuff's going to happen. A lot of weird stuff did happen. That's right. It started out, everybody was talking about the Giants coming into the game. You don't have Saquon. You don't have Goleman. Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, who yeah. is Daniel Jones supposed to throw to get the ball to right. against a defense that is taking the ball away from everybody? Jameis Winston, Kirk, uh, uh, everybody that they've played against. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't start well for the, the Patriots. Tom Brady moved the ball up and down uh, the field, but they went for fourth uh, on, the, on an early drive. They didn't get it. The Giants uh, moving the ball as well, but punt it right back. Right. But when the Giants punt the ball back in their own zone, a big play from the Patriots special teams block yeah. block punt Chase Winovich of all people the best uh, arguably the best player uh, Patriots player from Michigan on the field tonight not yeah. not Tom Brady Chase Winovich uh, uh, receives the pump block touchdown runs it into the end zone and um, you know if you're uh, somebody who owns the Patriots in fantasy this is you know this Amazing. is what you want the defense special teams uh, four turnovers again and the uh, the pump block return so that's pretty much five turnovers. Uh, and that's how it, that's how it got started. Yeah. But then pretty much uh, the Patriots score again. But Daniel Jones, who struggled mostly in this game, throwing tight window passes as he is wont to do, has been doing it at a great higher than any other quarterback in the league. Um, finally breaks one open on uh, to Golden Tate, yeah. a 64 yard touchdown pass. The Patriots are up 14 nothing. We think that the Giants are lost in this game. Breaks it out to Golden Tate uh, over Jonathan Jones, and suddenly the Giants are back in this. And then. Almost on the very next drive, Marcus Golden shows up and attacks the Patriots' left side. Ryan Izzo is protecting Marshall Newhouse, who's a fill-in on the left. Strip sacks Tom Brady. You don't see that very often. And Marcus Golden uh, takes it. Yeah, a couple of points to make uh, to go back to the what you're recapping here. And it, the beginning of the game, when they stopped them, it was like a third down stop and a fourth down stop. And then, you know, Golden gets the sack at an early part of the game. And now I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, this defense, the Giants defense actually came to play. They're here. They showed up. This defense has been much better since the second half of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, where they obviously came back and win, uh, won that game. And I'm thinking, 
to myself, like, oh, man, like only if Saquon was playing and only if Evan Ingram was playing and only if Sterling Shepard was playing, you have give him a, ta- uh, a, a some kind of safety blanket. Like I, cause in my head, I'm like, OK, well, you can cancel out either Slayton or Golden Tate uh, because Stefan Gilmore, in my opinion, is probably the best cover corner, if not a defensive MVP. Stefan Gilmore had a pick in this game and also five passes defense. Yeah, I mean, he's he's insane. He's uh, I mean, I'm shocked that Jones even wanted to throw in his direction. So very confident, Jones. I mean, he you see it on a lot of these way picks. Way too confident. Way too though. confident for a rookie, but you can see that he wanted he wants to take chances, and that was evident in a lot of the passes attempted toward Gilmore. He had an insane amount of passes there were with, with like less than a yard uh, of room, and I think he only completed the the touchdown you mentioned to Tate, and one other pass that was like completed over ten yards. So early on too, because with the defense playing that great, and they're just doing these like dink and dunk little screens with Jones, he's not taking shots downfield. And I'm like, you're you're you you're getting to Brady. You're stopping their run, and they're, they're like Josh Gordon is all banged up. He's not he's not playing. So you had the chance to strike, and they weren't in striking distance. And then all of a sudden, like you mentioned, the two straight scores is 14-14. And now it's like, okay, we have a ball game. This is not not what I expected whatsoever. I thought they were going to be out of this game literally within a couple minutes, and Brady would look great and whatever. And it got to the point where Brady wasn't making plays. The Giants were making plays. I know defensively. And I'm like, is this is this the Patriots team 2019? Are they like a replica of the 2000 Baltimore Ravens? Like in my head, I was going mm-hmm. to say that I was going to tweet that out and get eaten alive on on Twitter. And luckily, I did not do that because uh, I mean, he ended up with a pretty good game overall. Tom Brady, not to go later to the end of the game, but he, uh, yeah, I mean, well, right after the Marcus Golden. Uh, fumble return you see Belichick you know kind of shaking his head rubbing his eyes on the sideline the Patriots still had four minutes left in the half and they embark on probably I mean obviously they're probably their drive of the game it's a great drive 11 play drive it took four minutes and they, they eventually scored uh on a Tom Brady uh Rush, yeah. TD run which is first you know what you get QB sneak uh from Tom Brady this was the first game interestingly enough that Tom Brady had a TD run didn't throw a touchdown threw a pick and also fumbled. It was a very odd game from him. Mm-hmm. He was short a lot of weapons today. He came in without Rex Burkhead, without Philip Dorsett. Right. Uh, and then pretty much halfway through the game, Josh Gordon goes out with a knee injury right. that he suffers on the return uh, of Marcus Golden uh, into the end zone. Sure. And so by the end of the game, Brady is playing with a mix of James White and Sony Michelle Edelman. But then you're also playing with Jacoby Myers, uh, Gunnar Oshulski, Oslowski. I don't really know how to pronounce his name, from Bemidji State. Yeah. Uh, who played like about 50 snaps, and uh, and Ryan Izzo is your tight end. I mean, they were talking uh, earlier in the game because Kraft said something on NFL Network about how, you know, Gronk hasn't signed his retirement papers yet, and Rob Gronkowski showed up on the Fox pregame show. They asked him about whether he was thinking about coming out of retirement, and he said, only when I really feel it, but I'm keeping the door open. When you see a game like this where a lot of the weapons go out, you cut Ben Watson this week, maybe you think about trying to bring Gronk back in. I know he looked like he was having a great time with Strahan and the guys on that, the Fox uh, halftime set. But uh, the, the Patriots really, they lost a lot of guys today. And this, I mean, and Brady, I mean, they moved the ball after the half. They, right out of the half, they went on a 16-play drive. Uh, over took over nine minutes, and then there was a, a missed field goal. And then they went on another nine-play drive. Uh, turnover on downs because they don't trust Mike Nugent right. as they should not trust Mike Nugent at this point. And this was a one-score game into the fourth quarter. Daniel Jones had the ball down seven points, and if he had somebody like Saquon, like Sterling Shepard, maybe they could have moved the Just, ball. He needed one safety blanket because, like I said before, Stephon Gilmore, who in the second half had a, a pick on a drive, the Giants were moving the ball. It was a total momentum killer. And yeah, if he had a safety blanket, if he had Evan Ingram, who's a mismatch nightmare, if he had Saquon Barkley, and can I? The, the 
they're running the ball with Hillman up the gut so many times in a row. And it's like, I wanted to scream that it's not working. Like, it's just not going to work. It was, it was giving me PTSD back when, like, Kevin Gilbride was offensive coordinator and they would do, like, Oof. the third and nine Eli draw plays. And it's just like, stop pounding this. It's not going to work. First of all, you have Elijah Penny in the roster. Use him in the short yards anyway over Hillman. I mean, that shows you the difference of Saquon Barkley versus whoever, because Saquon will bounce it outside. He will make a play. He's more dynamic in the passing game because Jones was just forcing. I don't know if it was the wind or if it was just because that was the only thing the Patriots were giving him on defense was to just dump the ball up to your running back and let him make a play. Well, me and you both know that, you know, they're not Hillman or Penny are not going to make the plays that Saquon would, or even to an extent having Wayne Gallman is a little bit more of an upgrade um, over those two guys who played today. So that, yeah, that was a, uh, that really hurt the Giants. It was a shame that Saquon didn't get to play Belichick. You know, Belichick has these guys that he really enjoys. Ed Reed, uh, guys like that. Saquon, he was talking, uh, talking lovingly about Saquon early in the week saying, you know, there's, there's really nothing wrong with him as a running back, and, you know, they're glad that they're not playing him. And with a defense uh, like the Patriots have where there's no shining star, but everybody contributes, right. the secondary can shut teams down, can shut uh, Cody Latimer down or Darius Slayton down. You really need somebody like Saquon, somebody to carry the ball, touch the ball 25 times. It was a shame that he couldn't get back from the ankle injury by the time this game kicked off. But again, they had the ball with eight minutes, uh, just over eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, Jones gets blitzed from Deron Harmon, dumps it down to Hilleman, and, you know, the play of the game that you heard at the beginning mm-hmm. of this podcast, uh, strip sacked by Jamie Collins, who's having a great year, and then picked up by Kyle Van Noy after a scrum, runs it in, and from there... They really didn't have a chance. Yeah, the the offensive line, a lot of people were saying on social media, I was reading that this offensive line is a lot better, and I wanted to just reply to everyone, be like, yeah, it's a lot better than it was last year. Last year, you were, you were, know, it was uh, Will Hernandez's rookie year, and Solder and, and him didn't have the chemistry on the left side of the line, and uh, Jalapia was injured, and the right side of the line was a mess, and obviously now with the the trade the, uh, trading away Olivier Vernon getting in uh, Kevin Zeiler and then having uh, Remmers play right tackle and uh, Will Hernandez is becoming a pretty good left guard and obviously Jalapia it's it's a much better unit. That being said, last week versus the Vikings, the Vikings had their way with them, so they're they are starting to crack a little bit, and I expect the same from this Patriots defense because it's one of the best defenses that we've seen in recent memory. Um, and th- and that goes back to what you were saying too about you know not having the safety blanket, and not having Saquon. That force that was forcing Daniel Jones to make these tight window throws, and he had three interceptions in this game. Eli had three interceptions in, I think, his career versus the Patriots over like was like five games or whatever it was, including the playoffs. So, like, you know, it's a really, really bad game from someone who felt like he had to do more, and he wasn't running the ball. He wasn't scrambling as much as he, he had was. a couple scrambles, but none that really moved the ball, moved none. the chains. None, no. I mean, he saw I, some mobility in the pocket, but other than that, and look, I mean. It's it's a combination of him being a rookie and the Patriots being really really good. Like they're just a really good defense. They're a really good team defense. They're coached well. Like the Giants' offensive line is not the best. The Giants were out were without their best offensive weapons. Literally their best receiver, their best tight end, and their best running back, who may be the best running back in the league. And you're throwing a rookie quarterback into Foxborough again. Like I reiterating, it's it's just not a recipe you it's a recipe for disaster. You know you're you know you're getting into with this game, but that's why it stings so much that they were one score they were tied at one point they were obviously one score away going into the fourth quarter like they actually could have won this game and it's just it's a classic Patriots game and then they're just like bleeding you out slowly until mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen they're going to just you know control the clock eventually they'll score on the field and, and score and that's why they had you know the easy touchdowns with Bolden Brady had two rushing touchdowns uh, himself and I feel like a lot of passes in the second half of the game I'm not sure how many you probably have the stats how many uh, offensive plays the Patriots had versus the Giants defense well I, I can they tell were, you that the Patriots 
ended the game. And this was kind of like how the Colts beat the Chiefs, except I wouldn't call Daniel Jones Patrick Mahomes sure. at this point. The Patriots finished the game with 39 minutes of time of possession. I mean, even just gassed. I mean, the Patriots' offense, uh, you know, moved the ball well, but they also didn't finish. Sure. But the Giants had no chance afterward. You know, the defense is gassed, and then you just keep going down. And by the time that the uh, the final defensive touchdown came. Giants couldn't move the ball, and then the Patriots come right back down and make it a three-score game, and that's, it's over. That's exactly what it felt like in the second half. It was it was the, the Giants' defense was just gassed. They were doing everything they possibly could with a bunch of backups and missing like guys at linebacker, and the, the defensive backfield's a mess. Uh, it's just it's a it's a really tough year, and they say, they somehow figured out how to stop or at least slow down the Patriots for a bit. But once you got to the like the late second half, I felt there were so many receptions by the Patriots players. They were there were just like no guys near them. Like no they no one was being covered. Like you have these backup slots guys coming in and bat, like tight ends and like guys who no one across the country even knows their names and they're just catching balls there's no defender within seven yards in a circle of them and uh, I'm like well that's going to happen when you're on the field for that long and your offense is not moving the ball because then when the offense is uh, you know, trying to score points. It's just like around the middle, around the middle, and then some kind of like weak third down little pass behind the line of scrimmage to a running back, and it's not going anywhere. And like they were not taking shots. Like I said before, Jones didn't complete. He only completed two passes that were longer than 10 yards. Like that's just not going to win you ballgames with the Patriots in Foxborough. Again, I don't know what we should have expected with the Giants coming in here. The Patriots defense, and maybe this is a good transition into what we expect from both of these teams going forward. The Patriots defense... Uh, through six games, have tw- uh, 16 turnovers, 16 takeaways, 14 interceptions. No other team in the league has more than seven, so that's double. Nice. They have a plus 142 point differential. They get the Jets next week on Monday Night Football, so we think that maybe they can go into uh, 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 the week eight uh, at 7-0. and But then the Patriots face a pretty, uh, pretty staunt gauntlet. Browns, yeah. Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs with a bye somewhere in there i you know people are you know they were talking about earlier before the game can we compare this defense to the bears uh, of 85 or the ravens of 2000 we're looking at the the early season competition and by the end of this game their competition has a record of 7 and 22 by my count you know how are you supposed to judge them when they're beating up luke falk and ryan fitzpatrick and sure. daniel jones on the road uh, at home on a short week uh, I, I don't know. I think I think the turnovers tell a different story. I think that the fact that they are blowing teams that they should blow out, I mean, they it doesn't look pretty, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, they won by three scores when they weren't playing their best, and th- I think that suits them well going into these games against also young quarterbacks like ba- uh, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, Carson and Dak, who have history, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. These are all young quarterbacks, schemed, going against the defense schemed by Bill Belichick, who should probably, um, you know, ruin their days a bit. A few questions about that. Well, first, I'll, I'll go with their schedule. I know you said, like, it's a, you called it a gauntlet. With I the, think it's a gauntlet. The I Browns, mean, Ravens, Eagles, uh, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, and then, then obviously then it gets really easy. With it's like the, a singular commercial. Just keep, The bars keep going up. But in Different. reality, how many games of those do you think they're going to lose? Because I'm, I'm looking at, like, Cleveland's a mess. They're going to be Cleveland. Baltimore's come back down to the earth. They're not as good as we all thought. They're going to be them. Between, uh, if you want to say they'll split between the NFC East teams, the better NFC East teams, and then Eagles and Dallas. All right. I mean, Dallas lately has looked whatever, but I think 
think they're a good squad. Same, I think, goes for um, the Eagles. Houston, I, I don't trust Houston at ever to ever beat the Patriots, like in the history of mankind. That'll never happen. And then the the, the one game that everyone wants to see is them versus the Chiefs. That'll be an interesting game. But I mean, yeah, it, you, it is. It's a gauntlet in terms of it's. You're not playing Luke Falk. You're not playing the the Dolphins. You're not playing the Redskins. You're not, or the I guess the Giants at this point. But oh, don't put don't put yourself. Uh, I know, I know. I'm 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 being very self deprecating. <laughs> but the but I still think they're going to come out. Maybe I can't see them losing more than two games of that. I don't even think they would lose two. Maybe one at worst. Well, it's it's not you know it's not a problem that the Patriots lose one or two games. I mean they're really only competing with the Chiefs for the top seed in the sure. AFC. Maybe the Bills, but you don't expect the Bills to you know be right. any more than a, a wild card threat there. Uh, you know, uh, the question is, can they go undefeated? Because people want to uh, crown this team as a all-time great defense, and the offense is not picking it up. They have a lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball. I'm not sure if the offensive line situation is uh, as solid as they'd prefer. The tight end situation the same way. The running game today was not Sonny Michelle's best. They couldn't really establish the run. Um, you know, that's what you know. That's what you want to see out of the Patriots. You're expecting great things. Uh, you're expecting maybe an undefeated season or something close to it. And so that's why it's going to be interesting because they really, I mean, I don't know how the NFL schedule gods did this. They split it into pretty much like, you know, Sam Houston State for six straight weeks. And then you're going right into the Auburn game yeah. if you're, you know, uh, to compare it to yeah, Alabama. Exactly. Or you're Alabama, you, yeah, you're scheduling those cupcakes and you they, the school has to, you have to pay the school to come play you. Exactly. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's really what it is. It is just so weird, too, that this Patriots team is – they're just so they adapt to what they have to like to become because right now Tom Brady I mean he had statistically it was an okay game like 31 41 334 he did have the pick um but I mean, it two, looks good at the end two but like- Russian touchdowns but during the game I wasn't like oh man he's going to pick us apart I lost that feeling that about Tom Brady that he's going to I shouldn't I shouldn't say he'll he could win you games but I don't fear him like I maybe used to or someone like Pat Mahomes, who's going to just close his eyes and sling the ball 60 yards. Like, I just, Tom Brady will not do that anymore. He doesn't have to, though, because the defense is elite or whatever. There's a better term than elite because they're by themselves right now. And then you have, you know, you have four or five running backs who could seemingly just come in and get 100 yards on the ground, catch a bunch of passes. So, like, they don't need Brady to be this amazing superhero quarterback. They have a great ground game. They have a great defense, and that's enough. And he could be an elite game manager and figure out how to beat these teams because they're just that much smarter, that they're that much more well-prepared than the 31 other teams in this league, It's amazing. Least, I think. It's amazing we're calling future Hall of Famer, 42-year-old, uh, likely all-pro Tom Brady, a game manager But that's, that's okay. And, and not, not just a game. He is the elite game. He is the game manager he's, he's, of game managers. Yes. He is the, he's, the cha- he's the branch manager. He's, the, <laughs> he's as good as it, it comes. And, and like I said, I'm not shocked that there's going to be game. I mean, he, look, he just he threw... Yeah, 31 completions, threw for over 300 yards versus the Giants. Uh, you know, 27 first downs, 40 almost 40 minutes of time of possession. I mean, th- but this is how you defeat and that, a team. And that, that to me is like it's not just about his numbers and his stats. He, I think that he knows he's calling the right plays. He knows what to do. Him and Belichick together are going to do what they have to do to win game. That's why I don't. You know, he doesn't have to be a superhero. He could be this. He could be what he is right now at 42. He's going to be limited physically because of his age, and and but that's okay. Uh, their one main concern, like you uh, mentioned, is like the offensive line. If, you don't want to see Tom Brady at this age with a bad offensive line, him scrambling around, because then that's going to change everything about this team. The one thing they need to do is to run the ball consistently and to at least uh, get get these running backs, the, the, the catches out of the backfield, 
you you can't do that if you have uh you know Marshall Newhouse playing left tackle and needing the tight end to constantly help you know chip block him for an entire game that's just not going to help you at all and fail to do so against right. Lorenzo Carter so yeah he got hit six times sacked three times the Patriots I think will be all right for at least next week uh, the Giants, it's not quite a lost season because you still have no. to watch Daniel Jones and, you know, you're not the Redskins, at least, you know, you're not, you're not the fourth team and you're not, you know, you're not tanking like the Dolphins. Sure. There's something to, uh, to play for here, uh, but you need Saquon, Shepard, yeah. Ingram to the, get back and see what this offense could be at its peak. You only got a half of that against the Bucks, and that was not even their best half. No, uh, totally. I mean, you could see from my mood, I'm not, uh, I'm not here crying about uh, the loss or I, I went in pretty indifferent going okay let's just let's just take some positives from this game and there were some positives versus uh, uh, the best team in the NFL um there's some glaring negatives though like you know Dalen Jones the best thing about him so far this year in comparison to Eli was his ability to convert on third down this this game they can they're only 20 they only converted 20 percent of their uh third down uh plays which is you're again that's a really bad thing to do in Foxborough versus a, a team like this. So uh, that I didn't love. I mean, the sloppiness has continued. I said it before with the Vikings game and uh, like in Daniel Jones had a problem with fumbling snaps too. And now he's fumbled picks. today though. He did not fumble, but he threw like he threw three picks and like the tight win. I was like, I don't like to see that. Um, he's got to be smarter about that. That that's something you don't want because if he's going to turn the ball over, you're going to lose games. Uh, no matter how good uh, you know the defense might be playing as of late. So yeah, I mean their schedule upcoming. Um, you know, Arizona is going to be tougher than people realize. I think uh, I don't love the idea of having a mobile quarterback running around with the defense. Like the, the, it's not a lockdown defense. And James Betcher revenge game. Exactly. Yeah. And then Detroit, I think Detroit's actually pretty solid. And then you have uh, the Cowboys again, you know, this time with Daniel Jones, they had a, they played in the first time with, with, uh, with Eli. And then you have, you know, the jets, but Donald back, who knows about that game? Like a lot of these are coin flips, like Chicago should beat them. Green Bay should beat them. Philadelphia should beat them. Then you have Miami and, and uh, Washington back to back. Hopefully those are wins. And then Philadelphia again to end the season. So like, you know, it's not going to look great wins and loss wise, but right now the giants are like to, I'm going to use a, a analogy with the Avengers and the end of end game, when you have, you know, three or four guys fighting Thanos and that's like what the giants team is right now, right now when Ingram comes back and Saquon comes back and Trevor comes back and get some guys on defense back and even Gallman to, to, uh, to spell Saquon when needed. That's like when the, the circle rings start coming and the, guy, the sure. guys start stepping out. That's, that's when the team's complete. So right now you're, we're giants fans collectively are just like, you're not really seeing the, what it's supposed to be. So that's why it's okay. Um, but it's still frustrating to lose games in the manner they did like tonight where you're sloppy. And if you don't take dumb penalties, like what golden did out of bounds and you don't throw the ball into tight windows and three of those are turnovers. Don't fumble the ball. Don't block, just block on punts, just block on punts. And then, you know, this game could have been different. That is very frustrating. I'd rather almost just get smoked and lose 45, nothing and not even be involved. I don't know. I think the, I think this was a really encouraging performance from the giants. You saw the defense step up, uh, on occasion, they couldn't stop the Patriots in the second half when they no. were moving the ball. But the fact that uh, Lorenzo Carter got to Brady on occasion, uh, Marcus Golden, there's a lot to work with there. Jack Rabbit got a pick, but Brady kind of threw it to him. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Giants, they're not really playing for the postseason. No. Shermer is kind of not, he's not really coaching for his job necessarily. So they're kind of in a purgatory right now. And a win tonight, Thursday night, would have really turned the season around. 
just turn the, uh, the feelings around. Sure. It. No, it's totally like, you know, Golden Tate wanted more targets and he had more targets. He got more targets. He's a guy that he's going to be, you know, hopefully a part of the, you know, the immediate future on this. Uh, I don't, it's not oh, like that. It's not like Jones had a, uh, another option. To no, Brody, no. Though. And Slayton, by, the, maybe. by the way, Tate was the, he's the first player, uh, a little fantasy nugget here. The first player in fantasy to score 15 or more points first New England's defense this year. So Golden Tate, you should be very happy about your performance today. No more uh, crying to the media. Mm. Um, I mean, for the fantasy live podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then the, this is the first time since I think 2017 where Tom Brady's fumbled and threw an interception. So like that's another slight positive, but like exactly what you're saying they're in this weird purgatory of like, you wanted to see guys grow. Marcus golden bet on himself and took a one year contract. And the guy's been a monster every single game for the giants. Uh, he's going to get a massive contract. Hopefully it's with this team and just stays like, that's a piece I'm looking forward to because uh, he's fully healthy. Now Dexter Lawrence up the middle should be a beast. Lorenzo Carter, young, great player, like should be great. Uh, Dribble Preppers had, uh, I think he t- was tied or second for tackles tonight. Like he's looked better. Uh, so like there are some bright spots. DeAndre Baker, hopefully just only gets better. He made a couple of nice tackles. I know his coverage has been pretty spotty early on, but you know, there are pieces on the defensive side, offensive side. They have a great core, just not healthy right now. So it's just a waiting game. You want to see the full squad there. You want to see what Daniel Jones could do with his top targets. Um, you know, for us, like a brief second there, a lot of Giants fans were happy going, wow, this is, is going to happen in Foxborough tonight. Like he's going to shock the world. But, you know, the rug was pulled out from underneath and the Patriots did what the Patriots always do. And and it should and frankly, it should have happened like that. Like they are the better team. They will be playing in late January, probably in February. And uh, right now the Giants saw what it's like to go to the best teams building. Uh, in a primetime game, and uh, the the second half, like I said before, they just like slowly let him out, and the, like that's what they do. Like it, it, there's nothing else you could really say. Not there was no 18 and one on Thursday night. No. The miracle did not happen. There was no David Tyree. No stick him on the helmet. The Patriots moved to six and zero. Oh, the Giants two and four. We got football Sunday. Yeah, yeah. We're Early football, football Sunday. Up. Yeah, we uh, Hero- London, heroes are going to be in London. London game for was it Bucks Panthers. Uh, and a couple other, there's a couple of big matches I'm looking forward to on Sunday as well. Um, it should be uh, another good week. It's it's for me. I guess I can enjoy this Sunday without having to wake up and work. Without having to worry about the Giants yeah, yeah. Uh, potentially ruining your Sunday. By, you're yeah. in a foul mood. No, yeah. By then, it's it's days past. So I'm I'm fine. I could just sit down and let everyone else worry about it. I'll just have my fantasy team up and check that, or you know, put the red zone on or whatever, and just watch the games. Uh, totally enjoying them because I have no uh, no dog in the fight. That's a great feeling. Great feeling. We're on to the next one, as are the Giants and the Patriots. Uh, Thanks for listening. This is Jeremy Bergman and Eddie Spaghetti filling in for the Heroes. go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.